Hi. Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. <laughs> and we have a really <laughs> special guest this week, stand-up comedian, podcaster, all-around good guy, Stefan McNeil. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. It's a Saturday in Vancouver. It's muggy. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very hungover. Oh, really? Can you tell? No, I think I, you're you're pulling it together pretty Thank well. Thank you. Right now, yeah. Thank you. I can tell because you're wearing an Energy Slime shirt. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing my favorite band T-shirt. That's a that's a good hangover shirt, I'd say. I think like your favorite band T-shirt is like always a good hangover shirt. It's yeah, just, like a comfy old band T-shirt. I uh, have only one band T-shirt, and it's this one. <laughs> I actually own a Rolling Stones T-shirt. It's the first concert I ever went to. Went with my dad, and it was the Steel's Wheel Steel Wheels tour. And I kept the t-shirt. I've had it since I was 14. Is it all Whoa. threadbare and everything? No, because I never liked oh. wearing it. I was never a huge Rolling Stones fan. So yeah, they suck. Like a, yeah, just a memento from that time that I won't throw away because, you know, like I went to a concert with my dad. It was really not cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I love my dad. So, yeah. Um, so you have a podcast. It's called Steel Toes Required. We do. Yeah. Very funny podcast. You, uh, past Puppo, Ryan Williams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and uh, James Kennedy. <laughs> I told you I have a hangover. I know. J names always throw me. I'm like, they're all Jasons in my head. Yeah. Jason Kennedy. <laughs> That's funny. We actually have somebody that we work with, and I can't. His name is Josh, and I call him Jason. I oh. just can't get it. There, you're right. There's something about J names. Male J names. Male just call J him Jay. Jay. Jay for short. But yeah. also, he goes as James sometimes. Yeah. And also Jimmy. I don't know. I think Kevin Banner's the only person that calls him Jimmy. Jimmy and K. Kevin Banner's like one of the only people I talk to. Yeah. So okay, I could see how that would be. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> one of those things that like Banner, it's one of those nicknames that only one friend has kept going with. <laughs> Everybody else has given up on it, but there's one guy that's like, I can't, I won't. Oh, I still man. do the same thing with Ryan Williams. I call him David Owens for forever because he made a fake profile like when he this is, <laughs> tell us everything about uh, yeah, Ryan. it just like came out and then i was like i don't know if he wants me to say this uh but when he first started doing comedy he was part of a thing at school and he was scared that his material would uh would affect his relationship with an organization that he was working with at, at, at the university he was going to so when he started doing comedy, he would call himself David Owens. For like okay, the so first, it was a stage name. It was a stage name, yeah, <laughs> for the first year. And then he realized how ridiculous... Everybody thought his name was David. <laughs> oh, my god! And then one day he just showed up and like the host introduced him as Ryan Williams. And everybody was like, what? Ryan, well, who's Ryan Oh, they, the host screwed up, man. That's David Owens. <laughs> David Owens. That's so funny. So I tried to call him Owens for the last two years. But I get, even never I took? gave up. Was the organization he was part of at university an anti-comedy club? No. <laughs> uh, close. I don't want to go. I don't, I don't remember no, I don't enough care. of the details, so I don't, I don't want to. I can see, though, like there's times where I would feel uncomfortable. Like my mother emailed me this morning. And I was recommending This American Life to her. Right. <laughs> Specifically, I had talked about Lindy West's book. Yeah. Uh, and I said, I think you would actually really like this writer. And here would be a good place to start this podcast where she talks about this man that trolled her on the internet. And then mm-hmm. uh, it's a really good episode. And, and I've gotten her to the point that she understands the podcast is like listening to the radio on the internet. And then I just kind of jokingly mentioned that I have a podcast. I'm like, it's very famous, man, <laughs> which is my favorite thing to say about our podcast right now. I've said it so many times this week. I'm like, I have a famous podcast. <laughs> um, 
And this morning uh, I woke up and I was regretting uh, the bottle of wine I drank and I checked my email and my mom's like, oh, you're right. There are a lot of swears in your podcast, especially the C word. <laughs> I was like, what the? F- oh, my God. Don't ever. I wrote back. I'm like, no, no mom's allowed. No mom's allowed in the podcast. Like, I do not want my mom to come see me do comedy. Like, I don't ever want. And my comedy's not even dirty. Yeah. She'll be just like, why are you talking about that? I'm like, I'm not sure. I think that's the other thing, too, that you're scared of. It's not necessarily that you're doing, like, dirty comedy or blue comedy. It's just parents or relatives are like, why would you ever let anybody into your life like that? Like, <laughs> don't tell people that. You're, you're so vulnerable up there. They're, like, scared for you. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Bottle all that shit inside. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. That's my family my motto. loves our podcast. But she said the same thing. She's like, it's hilarious, uh, but could you guys please stop cursing so much? Right. And she always says that my brother's a musician, too. And both my parents are always like, yeah, it's a great song, but it'll never get on the radio. So <laughs> <laughs> they're very supportive, but they're not crazy about cursing. Your mom's listened to our podcast. Do you uh, think she's listened to multiple episodes? I don't know. I just know that she listened to the Paul F. Tompkins episode. Yeah. And okay. I had to warn her that. I talk about a present that she gave me that was bad. <laughs> I'm really afraid my mom's going to start working her way through the episodes too, and she's going to get to the stories of where she's given presents that I have now made fun of. Right. And yeah, different moms maybe. I think I'm really afraid her feelings are going to be hurt. Eh, my mom is. She, I'm. I'm free spirit <laughs> in her eyes. Yeah. I think that's kind of, my mom is kind of like that. I think my mom is a combination of your mom's. Like, she's free-spirited, do whatever you want. <laughs> mom, <laughs> mom combo. My mom slept with your mom, then she would have Stevens' mom. Yeah. Exactly. Well, or your mom they would They had a mom birth. baby. Yeah, mom baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, but still kind of, I am always, I don't want to hurt her feelings. And you're very far away from home, as I am. am I. So yeah. I think, like, my mom... It's cautiously kind of checking me out on, on the internet and mm-hmm. <laughs> looking at stuff. And she's like, probably misses me as much as I miss her, I hope. Uh-huh. Uh, and so she can listen to your voice. That's what I was going to say. She just, that's really I, nice. I think that's it. They'll overlook a lot of stuff just to, just to hear your voice. <laughs> when you live far away. Oh, so. no. This is making it sound. I was like, maybe I should just spend more time talking to my mom on the phone. So she doesn't listen to the podcast. Oh, I'm so ungrateful for the gift of life that I was given. Yeah. Such a joyous event that I'm about to celebrate mm, yeah. the anniversary of yes you're having your big 3-0 yeah Jessica's 30 300 330 oh. it looks good it's complicated <laughs> yeah so, your skin's so supple I touch it it falls off <laughs> <laughs> yeah Alicia doesn't know what supple means <laughs> it's crunchy <laughs> it's like tissue paper has there ever been a word that you have thought meant the complete opposite of what You've been saying it for. I said, "Oh my gosh!" It was. I was really embarrassed because I was making this big point at the end of a story that I told yesterday with someone who I hadn't seen in ten years, and I said infallible, but I meant fallible. Oh no! <laughs> and I was like, she knows what I meant, right? <laughs> and then I was like, do I say something afterwards? I just want to go back and delete. Or oh, wait, this is a, this was in person. <laughs> this was in real life. I got into a, into an argument online with somebody. Always and, a good idea. Which I never, never do. And yes. haven't done and did it that once and was like, I've been right all these years. I will never do it again. And I used the word inflammatory wrong like six times. <laughs> <laughs> and Were you I setting was, something on fire in the discussion? No. How to burn something? I don't even like it was so stupid that I don't even want to revisit. So that, <laughs> because people listening will be like, 
Oh, I know what he's talking about. That's right. I'm going to go back and reread that. I'm thinking about just going and deleting all of my comments and then just make it look like that's the greatest. They that were is talking to themselves. Move. Yeah. And yeah. it's some person's like, oh, there's no no way you can understand what, <laughs> yeah, what they're yeah. talking about. They're like, I agree, but also. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it? a great shitbag move, yeah. which I have done before. Oh, I've done it before. Yeah, somebody's just like, you're a real asshole, but the comment above is just them. <laughs> you, <laughs> did you just call yourself an asshole? That's really, like, I would make comments like that. I like that, like, uh, subtweeting yourself. Is that a thing? We could be me now. Uh isn't it weird that flammable and inflammable both mean flammable? Oh. Yeah. That's w- true. Words are weird, guys. I know. Yeah. Inflammable delatory. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Stefan, you've had some pretty shitty jobs. <laughs> I've had all the shitty jobs. Like almost only shitty jobs. Like, <laughs> I, as long as I've known you, which is many years now. Yeah. You have been working very hard. At shitty jobs. So you can do comedy. Yeah, I've had a lot of crappy jobs. A lot of, obviously, like labor jobs, construction jobs, call center jobs, food food jobs, uh, just weird random jobs that aren't really jobs. Uh, yeah, I've done it all. <laughs> Those are a lot of jobs. When did you get your first job? You're from the, the very east coast of Canada. Mm-hmm. The first job I had was uh, cutting pulp. Me and my brother cut cut logs cut trees when we were when i was 16 and i think he was like he was 14 oh my gosh yeah we we were just working on our own for this summer we had and then uh, you just found some trees and cut them down yeah we just found them (laughs) turns out uh that is illegal so (laughs) if you're thinking about doing it uh, no we had a a big we have a like our it's called a cottage but it was we call it a bungalow but it's not really a bungalow it's our first house that we had to move from, but my dad, my parents kept it. But there was a bunch of trees that had to be cleared. So my father said, I'll teach you how to use a chainsaw yes. and go out with you. He's very, he's not like, wasn't a careless thing. He, of course, right. held out. Uh, so yeah, that was my first job is me, me and Danny, uh, cutting and piling one. But then after that, the first job, Who job. Who paid you for that? You'd set, you sell the pulp. So you have to drag all the pulp down to the road. And then set it up in a cords of wood, which is a certain amount of wood. Yeah. And then you sell it to a lumber yard. Okay. And then they come and pick it up. And we didn't, we had a Jeep at the time and we made a sled out of logs that That's we'd fun. found. And then we'd pile the logs onto the, onto the sled that we made and then take them down the hill with the Jeep and pile them at the bottom. Uh, it was a lot of fun, actually. I think that was like one of those jobs. <laughs> That my dad wanted to do just so he could, like, do all that stuff again. Because, of course, that's what him and his brother did when they were younger. they go cut pulp. Yeah, it sounds wow. like something you'd hear someone telling a story about from 100 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, and also Rob the Jeep part. skin I is yeah. Yeah. I was surprised you said sled, not toboggan. No. Like, I got really hung up in my head. I was like, what's it? No, no. <laughs> it was like, I, I don't even want to call it a sled. It was like a frame. It was four logs and then dead. It was like a raft. It was like a raft. A land raft. <laughs> a land raft hooked it's to the a back of a technical term. It was, uh, it was land great. Land raft. <laughs> land raft. But uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. But then after that, the first job job that I had where a company gave me a paycheck was I worked at uh, the Sizzling Walk <laughs> in the food court. Uh, and at the time it was the worst, it was like, 
it start my my working experience started off so the first uh, job that I had I was a really chubby teenager at the time <laughs> not at the time I was a very chubby teenager <laughs> <laughs> throw out my teenagers and adorable <laughs> and uh, yeah when you get your first job uh, especially something like that you don't really know what your rights are or what you're allowed to ask for because yeah. somebody's hiring you for a service. But you don't know how to do that service, yeah. And you're young, so I'm a chubby. I'm a I'm an XL. All right. They give me about a medium. <laughs> That's what I get. I get a medium outfit. Oh no! Sizzling walk outfit. And what was the outfit? It was a uh, just like a skin tight navy blue. At least it was navy blue. Sizzling walk. Sizzling walk <laughs> with an apron and a visor. Ooh. And it was the holidays. It was Christmas. That's why they hired me. So it was my job to walk around the food court with a platter of samples uh, to give out during the holidays to try to draw people in. But it was a small town. It's a small island. There's only one mall on the whole island. So everybody I have ever known was in that mall doing their Christmas shopping. And I was walking around with like... Skin just, it was so tight and uncomfortable, and there was so much shame. And of course, I'd just eat the sizzling walk stuff because I felt bad about yeah, myself. I gave away all the samples. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got rid of those samples real quick there, McNeil. Uh, yeah, and there was also a language barrier, so I couldn't even really communicate to my manager. So it's just. They were Acadian? They, <laughs> no, they were Japanese. Okay. <laughs> Japanese Acadians. Uh, no, if they were Acadian, I would be able to communicate with them. That's, That's true. my first language. Right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't say French is my first language. Acadian is my first language. It's a different language. type of French. It's very different. Yeah. Where you're from, they barely recognize it as French. But people from where I'm from can't go to France and talk. Exactly. Yeah. It's so weird. I remember when I was 15, we went to Quebec. We went to Quebec City. And it's like a known thing that Quebec people don't really like the Acadian accent. Some of them they do. They don't like anybody. They don't like anybody. Especially That's yeah, a very good They can be quite hostile to all tourists. If you go to the rural areas or if you talk to anybody that's much older and you start speaking with an Acadian accent, I have a really thick Acadian accent when I speak French. They love it. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, you sound like my mother. Please. Just like, <laughs> I love it so much. It's the old land, like all that stuff. But if you go to like a McDonald's in Quebec City and you order in French, they speak to you back in English. And oh. my grandmother would be hungry. Because it is, a, is that kind of accent where you can't, it almost sounds like you have an English accent. Like, yeah. And you're, lear- you're speaking French because you've learned French as a second language. I don't, it's like, I don't know, but it's like a, like a rural UK accent <laughs> mix yeah, with it's French. Really cool. It's really, I love it so much. Yeah. I lo- and there were moments, there was parts of my life where I thought I have to fix this if I ever want to speak in French to other mm-hmm. people. But uh, I love it too much. I'll never let go of that and try to fix it. But yeah, my grandmother would like hover over us and just be like, when they speak to you in English, you talk to them in French. Don't you dare speak to them in English. We are French. <laughs> She'd be at McDonald's just like going head to head with the cashier. <laughs> this is where the battle begins. Yeah, yeah. The front line is at McDonald's yeah. over your uh, Les Nougat. A lot of politics. Yeah. The McDonald's. Do you want some fries with that? No, I want some fritz. Give me some fritz. <laughs> Speak to me in my native tongue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, the Quebec, Montreal, Quebec City, Montreal city difference of like friendliness is oh yeah is uh, quite well known. But yeah. um, back to the sizzling walk. Mm-hmm. 
Um, what were the samples? They were like, oh, that was the worst part. <laughs> I was wondering too. Is that it was like little, I love that kind of food. There's, oh, me too. Yeah. It's like lemon chicken, oh, ginger pork. What? And then the worst part like was like General Tso's chicken yeah, type stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh, so many different kinds of noodles. It was so good. But yeah, and then Jeff Black would call me ginger pork at school. Oh. <laughs> Which was he I know a you friend? Guys, yeah, he was a friend. Like okay. they were like everybody like it's everybody busts each other's balls in school but yeah you'd be like getting you'd feel kind of shitty or whatever day and then you just walk into school just like trying to have your morning coffee and cigarettes on the side of school and then how old were you i was like 17 okay yeah (laughs) yeah. and then you just hear like ginger pork (laughs) and of course i'm saying it with my of course there was a racist accent attached to it like let's not fool anybody i hadn't assumed that but yeah yeah, now i can see what town are you from I'm from uh, Sydney, Nova Scotia. Okay. So Cape, Cape Breton. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be, by the time this comes out, I'll have been all up in there. So. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I'm just wondering where exactly, so I can imagine where this uh, mall this is. Was? Yeah. Oh, it's the Mayflower Mall. Okay. You'd ask anybody, they'll point you to the Mayflower okay. Mall. <laughs> is uh, the Sizzling Walk still open? I th- yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I go there when I go home. I talk to them. They still remember me. You're an alumni. Oh, that's nice. I'm an alumni. They still don't get any, they don't give me any deals or anything. Even when I worked there, they were like, you get 10% off. It's like, it's a $4 thing of noodles. <laughs> like, what's 10%? Oh, thanks for the 40 cents. <laughs> you, I, that just boggles my mind that people wouldn't feed their employees for free. Mm. Mm. Also, it was short shifts, so that's how they justified it. Okay. It was only four-hour shifts because I was going to high school. Yeah. So, yeah, they were like, well, if you were... If you were working another half hour, we'd give you some free noodles, but. <laughs> <laughs> noodles. They're the beats of noodles, whatever. Yeah. Like like how beets are cheap. <laughs> Never mind, guys. Noodles are Listen, the beats I had a of lot. noodles. Oh, I, had, I get what you're saying. Also, though. did not tell you that I drank a bottle of wine last night, but I also ate 20 pecoras. Oh, Whoa. I love the pecoras. So are crazy. Like, They're so good. They're once like, I start eating them, there's no stopping. <laughs> Donuts? No, but they're deep fried and they're circles and they're battery spheres. They're like a dough, and you love dough. I love eating batteries. (laughs) Batteries. The um, so acidic. Jessica loves eating just raw dough. It's true. Really? Yeah. Like bread dough. Bread, cookie, pizza. I mean, cookie. I can see that's that's a given. But bread dough, oof, so salty, so oh yeasty. So you're one of those. If I get a pizza and it's a little, if I bite into it, it's a little doughy. I uh, give it to me. Oh well, <laughs> I am from now on. Yeah, yeah. wherever I am, if I'm on the East Coast, <laughs> FedEx it. Unbaked dough. Yeah, I used to when I was a kid. We'd make pizza, and my mom would give me a little ball of dough, and I would make a uh, uh, calzone. And I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to eat it now. And she's like, it has to go in the oven. And then I would stare at it and be like, it's ready now. It's ready now. And she's like, it has to get brown on the outside. And I was like, no. <laughs> There'd be cheese inside and it wouldn't have even have been melted. <laughs> it's my favorite. Oh, that would drive I me like crazy. bread a lot, but I don't like dough for bread. I don't know if I've ever heard anybody that like dough. Mm, yeah like, again cookie dough is very obvious people was, like cookie dough i was thinking about and batter people love batter yeah i don't like batter batter's too runny it's just like you can't eat a handful of batter <laughs> just like okay. eating it like soup Ugh. yeah um you know <laughs> there's like uh an entire subculture surrounding people who just like 
hot sauce and sriracha and like really spicy things yeah i wonder if there's like a bland subculture that mm. i could be the queen of i love bland food too because like, I, I love I, lots of flavor but i love really bland things like plain chips and I, mashed potatoes i put on twitter recently that i um put my entire fist in a family-sized tub of sour cream and people think that that's just a joke but i really did it <laughs> well i was leaving your house and you're eating dinner you're about to eat dinner and the last thing you said was well we have sour cream and then i saw the tweet and i was like she for sure did that <laughs> i was i don't know why i was like oh it's so inviting <laughs> just plunged it in then i licked it all off my you didn't i did you did it on purpose i did what <laughs> all right i am so sorry i assume that you plunged your hand into the vat of sour cream ripping off the tinfoil thing and then no. the force of the earth is already went right into no I'm not going to punch it open. <laughs> I think if you're going to put your hand into a thing of sour cream, you might as well punch it, punch through there, get the full. No, it was gentle. <laughs> it was gentle, yeah. But it what like it was, was going through your thing. brain when you pushed your hand into the sour cream and then licked it off? I have weird urges sometimes. <laughs> that is a very intense urge. <laughs> <laughs> it was sort of like, you know, an Amelie when she's like, oh, I like to stick my hand yeah, in the bag of lentils. So good. Yeah. I was like, I bet if I had as much sour cream as I could handle, that would feel good. Sour cream is delicious. It's, so it's one good. of those things when I have it, I'm like, why don't I always buy this? I know. Because it's, it's like not <laughs> yeah. healthy. And then I you use, eat a whole tub and you're like, oh, this is why. You get <laughs> crazy cramps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this was the, the crappy brand. I usually get the premium brand, but this is the crappy one just from the drugstore. Yeah. And it sort of tastes like it, it is carbonated. <laughs> I'm like, is it turned? I don't know. <laughs> it's like the champagne of dips. All right, I gotta just revisit this one more time. Sure. Uh, how much sour cream did you get on your fist? Uh, <laughs> I was just a thin coating. Is this runnier than the premium version? Did you say a third of a cup? Um, I don't want to think in measurements. Okay, <laughs> but did you? Did this you has like... been a sour cream moment with Jessica Delisle. <laughs> I also have to ask: Did you just lick it off your hand, or did you have like tortilla chips that you scraped it no, off your hand? No, just licked it. Just licked it. Yeah, and I went finger by finger. <laughs> and was anybody here when that happened? Jay. And was Jay laughing? He was just sort of staring at me incredulously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the proper reaction. To... <laughs> uh, but we've lived together for over four, four years, so it's. He's... Can you remember? No, I'm like a therapist. Can you remember a time <laughs> <laughs> when you did something when you had one of your urges mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, outside of the sour cream time that you can share with us? I mean, everything that comes out of my mouth is an urge that I probably shouldn't <laughs> say, like telling the story about the sour cream. Uh, I don't know. I had ADHD as a child, so lots of urges. <laughs> yeah. Lots of, You do, yeah. Stefan? Yeah. Still. Still now. I mean, like, that's why I'm kind of laughing, but I'm, I wouldn't dip my hand into a thing of sour cream and lick it off. But I'm sure I would do something that was like on that level. Absolutely. Still at this age. And then after I'm done, I'd be like, what, what am I? What are you doing? Yeah. Stop. What? I used to be really <laughs> into when I was a kid, I was an only child. And I'd just be really into squirting out all of the lotions and shampoos and stuff, like just wasting it. Just to see what And it was. just like playing with it in the sink and then yeah. just washing it down the sink. I used to do it with hair gel. Remember, yeah. remember when guys wore oh. just like that weird cheap like dippity do? So dippity do. Yeah. I just take it out and just kind of like play with it in my hands. Yeah. And then it gets sticky. And yeah. And gross. then just wash it off. <laughs> wash it off. Get Honestly, a new batch. My mom, <laughs> when your hair is always looks bad, your oh. mom's like, that stuff really doesn't work. <laughs> You're like, None so of it flat. made it into my hair. There's this stuff when I was a kid that was 
for kids and it was bubble bath, but it was also sort of moldable and you could play with it. Uh-huh. And it was one of those weird substances that can be sort of solid but then if you let it sit it turns to liquid goo Ew. it was a body shop thing but i think because i was like taught to play with that i was like everything's a toy <laughs> and uh but my mom like buys way too many cosmetics and mom <laughs> lotions thing. and stuff so it's sort of like i was helping mom, her turn it off turn yeah off mom you have a problem <laughs> uh but I think I was uh, subconsciously helping her to keep the number of <laughs> bottles down in the bathroom. <laughs> I guess that, yeah, that's an early age urge. <laughs> this is, uh, I, I was really afraid of getting in trouble. So I think if I had an urge that you'll like the story a lot, mm-hmm. you may not like the story, <laughs> Stefan. I'm sorry in advance. I really liked to pee into things when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, Why would I not like that story? That's great. So, like containers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I thought that I would need to know where the toilet was all the time and that I, or something. But also, I also wanted to trick boys into seeing their wieners. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did I tell you the bushel basket story? I don't remember. <laughs> so, I was, didn't, I just grew up in a neighborhood where there's a few kids my age. It wasn't, it wasn't really that I didn't have a ton of friends at that age. That happened later mm. uh, through social rejection. But uh, <laughs> there weren't a lot of girls to hang out with. And my brother would let me hang out with him, and which was fun. But other times I was left to play by myself, which I really liked. And I can remember we had a bushel of apples that came in a cute little apple basket. like those very woven, woven ones. Thin wood things. And my mom said, of course, you can have it to play with. So I immediately went upstairs and lined it with a plastic bag. And I was like, I made a toilet for my bedroom. And my mom's <laughs> like... It's a play toilet, though, right? Like you're not gonna, you're not going to use that, are you? And I was like, nah. And I closed the door and immediately peed into the <laughs> apple basket lined with a plastic apple juice. And I had never done anything like that or been aware, self-aware enough to understand the situation I just created for myself, which yeah. was then removing the pee from my bedroom in a plastic bag, <laughs> then having to flush it down the toilet and then hide that plastic bag. And then, like, five minutes later, my mom came by and the plastic bag was gone. She was like, where's the plastic bag? And I was like, it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) It was a dumb idea. I'm just going to tell you. Yeah, it's not great. But I can remember, like, really, like, playing it up and, like, pretending a teddy bear was peeing in it when she walked past the room. (laughs) But then as soon as she's gone, I was like, oh, I got to get in there and pee in that. (laughs) Wow. Uh, And if we ever built a fort, I was like, well, we definitely have to put a toilet in this fort. (laughs) Uh, And one choice, one was a solid an Italian salad dressing bottle, which I had rinsed out. And I was like, I will definitely get to see a wiener because look how small this is. Can't hide that. Yeah. And how I remember trying to convince you? my brother's yeah. friends. Oh, young, like six, seven, six, okay. that they really needed to pee. And I'm like, if you need to pee. <laughs> like, I'm just so lucky. that he's a clear <laughs> bottle. <laughs> and I had made, we had made a curtain and my brother was always like, he's very tolerant of stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And I, his friends were really cool, and it was so fun when I got to hang out with them because they got into so so much trouble. Mm-hmm. There's always somehow a stack of Playboys that magically appeared. <laughs> uh, we go looking for animals and like fun stuff, and I was like, I definitely want to see these boys pee now. <laughs> 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 and I was, I think I was asked to leave the fort shortly thereafter. <laughs> I was like, Mom needs you, and I was like, Willie. <laughs> Well, for it every time. If you're still into that, there's like a whole subculture I know. out there for oh, you sure, on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, but yeah, no, I'm not still into it. To <laughs> listeners and men on Twitter that will private message me. Do oh, not. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> not uh, interested in that. It's good to know. In water games? 
water sports. What's, what does it have to be slide? a sport? Wet bananas. Uh, Slip and slide. Yellow What's the rain? Yes. Yeah. What are we talking about? What's Fetishes. the name of that fetish? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it golden showers? Golden showers. But yeah. it's called water sports. Water I think. sports. Water sports. Yeah. Oh, for urine related. Yeah. Mom, if you're still listening. <laughs> oh, that's right. This far. Get get you have <laughs> go to the bathroom. <laughs> go watch. Go watch something. Go clean out. Go the watch bag. Law and Order. <laughs> the bag's still upstairs. You got to clean it up. Alicia, okay. I have something for you. Actually, <laughs> do <you> want to- <laughs> <laughs> It looks like pee. Looks, well, spotted. Looks like it's a yellow bandana, and it signifies that you're in to piss play. <laughs> is that what this is for? No, it's just a yellow bandana. But if you're like into like cruising and uh, I feel like it, hanky code. I don't think What's, that is a thing. Is but the we should hanky start code? It. it is a thing. There's a big hanky code. Oh, it's no one tells huge. me anything. It's like there used to. I used to have it as my homepage, <laughs> my browser. Just so I could uh, tell people at all times what what it meant. See, it looks great on you. <laughs> it looks great. Um, yeah, there's all these different codes. Red is uh, uh, fisting. No, no, <laughs> nobody's really into that. Um, it, there's a different thing if you wear it in your back left pocket or back right. You want to get punched in one butt cheek, not the other. <laughs> no, it's like you do it, and the other one is like you like having it done. Come but on, there's all guys, sorts of things. It's like you butt. can have like a piece of lace. You can have a Kleenex in there. You can have a multicolored polka dot things, which means you're hosting an orgy or you're looking for one. It's, really? uh, it's fascinating. That is fascinating. Yeah. It's also, so interesting. check out the movie Cruising featuring Al Pacino. <laughs> uh, really good. <laughs> Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? Yeah. My retail nightmare is uh, this guy who has a shop mm-hmm. that he specifically set up his shop where it is because it's sort of subterranean and there's a window right up at the top of the wall which is right at the ground level and it's right in front of a very busy bus stop near a Catholic school and the reason why he wanted to have the shop there is so he'd look up uh, Catholic school girls kilts while they waited at the bus stop and then this guy was a customer of mine and told me this story what What the fuck yeah and I was like is that the barber yeah it's like you're a, a sex criminal. That's yeah. Yeah. Was he just? That's, I mean, you can't joke about stuff like that. And that's what I'm thinking right like, now. I'm like, this is a thing that we should be and worried maybe about. Like something uncomfortable. Yeah. Or making a joke like, oh yeah, like I mean, you make a joke of it amongst friends because it's become something uncomfortable. You hadn't realized when you put your store in, but that's awful. Mm-hmm. That's a nightmare. I don't know. It if, is an actual nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. If that was like a thing he said after the fact, just like as a joke, but he also seemed pretty pervy uh, just towards me and my coworkers. So I, I tend to believe that it is his whole deal. Well, if it's true, big old creep, weirdo. If it's not true, and he was joking, shitty, weird sense of humor, (laughs) which usually indicates they're a big old creep weirdo. Yeah, still creep and weirdo. Either way, yeah. From uh, your lips to God's ear, Stefan. That's a very good code. <laughs> From my lips to God's wiener. <laughs> Mom, if you are listening this far, I am not taking responsibility for Jessica's grossness. That's not on me, Mom. <laughs> I changed my mind. I'm a Christian. <laughs> uh, uh, we should paint over that window. What window? The barber oh, his window. window. We both oh, looked yeah. at my like, window. You were really hung over. God. <laughs> <laughs> like, no like, windows. Are you a goth now? <laughs> uh, Jay, uh, 
Jay, when I came in and I mentioned I was hungover, he's like, yeah. And he's like the self-hate stuff. And I'm like, yeah. Because I don't get like I don't have a headache or anything. I'm just like really don't like myself today. Yeah. I used to have that thing with uh, I have a friend, uh, Jill, and we whenever we'd get too drunk, we'd, we'd, we were like shame buddies. We'd, like, we'd be able to text each other and be like, I don't know what happened, but I don't feel good and I need to talk to somebody. Oh, that's and nice then, that you had each other. Yeah, it was nice. And it was a nice balance of uh, comforting each other, but then also being like, yeah, you are a horrible person. <laughs> you loser. Just kidding. I love you, but you are a fucking weirdo. <laughs> I don't yeah. need a gel. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't get that. I don't get the self hate when I'm hungover. Yeah, don't. But it, from all my friends that I've heard of, it comes later. Like it, you get it in your 30s, mm. and I, I'm like, oh, I would have always oh, had. Boy, it. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I don't have it so much anymore. But I don't. I don't. Also, I also don't get that drunk anymore. I think it was also during a time where you're just like. I would, uh, not your I'm not this isn't a blanket statement of everybody I was drinking too much <laughs> I think we all go through a phase where we're testing our limits and yeah like, that's just this it, yeah. is I w- went way past my limit I did not play within it uh <laughs> I've always felt this way when I drink yeah always always hmm yeah and well, I don't yeah just have weird rea- I have yeah like, it just, it's just a weird reaction to yeah. like something I don't I, mean, I don't metabolize it, it very well. It's not a good thing that you put, like I get that with, uh, I smoke, I'm a smoker and there's some mornings that I will be in a great mood. I'll be ready to take <laughs> on the day and I'll have a cigarette and I'll be depressed after the cigarette. Wow. And it's like, it's gotta be something in the chemicals I'm putting in me that just shift, shift my feelings a little bit. But yeah, it's like a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I go from uh, happy go lucky to, Oh God, why am I here? I got to get my life together. <laughs> That's how I feel. Like, and it starts like, I'll have a lovely time. We had a great time. It, like, I did not have too much to drink, mm-hmm. but I, I woke up this morning. And I was like, Oh, you made everybody take donuts home and you're weird about the donuts. <laughs> and like, now they're not going to ask you to do stuff. Again, because you you are weird with donuts and you want <laughs> everyone to eat all the donuts, uh, which was a phase of the night. Yeah. Hey, th- I would. I- but like I made Emmett Hall take home so many donuts. I'm sure he's not upset about it. Oh, no, Chris it. Benson. And then uh, and then Emmett Hall. I was like, you, I saved a special donut just for Emmett. And mm-hmm. in my brain, I was like, he's going to love this donut tomorrow. <laughs> and I saw it was the last one. I made sure I took it. Mm-hmm. So it didn't end up stale. It's and I wrapped thoughtful. it in two bags and then. And it's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, we are friends forever, Emmett. And this is our friendship donut. We are friends and you will take this donut, goddammit. Yeah. Okay, we have to have him on the podcast to see how he felt about this donut. Ooh. No, he's going to be so mean. Can we, can we get a call in? Um, <laughs> right in, Emmett, if yeah. you're listening. I have my own retail nightmare where I am a bit of the nightmare. Um, yeah. I had uh, stopped by the liquor store on the way here to pick up some beer. And... There was a man like trying to be really funny at the cash with the cashiers and the cashiers at this liquor store are really friendly. And he's like, you know, I was just in Italy and uh, you can't use your chip anywhere. It's like a bunch of, bunch of animals. Right. Right. It's like animals if you can't use your chip. I'm like, I get your joke. And then uh, his uh, girl, How is that a joke? <laughs> yeah. He's like, not really, <laughs> not really funny, right? There's nothing he's like, get. I can't punch in four numbers anymore. It's just too easy. And I was like, oh man, that guy's really overcompensating. 
for and then he's like we're gonna get low and he was in his 40s so i find it personally offensive it's <laughs> like people just seem to get so much less funny in yeah. their 40s oh yeah and 50s and now i'm in my 40s and i'm like oh, i don't want that <laughs> um, i don't want to be you yeah and then so i really needed a cup of coffee and i went to the starbucks uh near here which i'd never been into before it's a very depressing starbucks i had not realized that uh they're very busy Aren't and they people all had <laughs> jumbos here by the way Oh. Um, oh no, that's Pumpo. I'm oh, sorry. Or maybe that's one of the babies. Is it a squirrel or it's a mom? Gone. <laughs> it's, it's a bird. It's a Stellar's Jay. It's a bird. And so I went to the Starbucks, and there was an old, very old man getting a cup of coffee, and he was grouchy as fuck, uh, like a character almost. And so the man gives him his coffee. It's a drip coffee, a venti, and he's like, "Could have filled it up properly." Oh. Oh, and then he went to get his fixings for his coffee and he was grumbling and then his muffin was ready and then he got his muffin and then he came back to the cash and he's like where are the stir sticks um <laughs> and i've now been going to starbucks since however long starbucks have been open and i can never remember the sizes <laughs> ever <laughs> Me neither. Me so neither. i just ordered a large coffee and of course it arrives and it is much larger than i would ever order yeah, it's yeah. obscene <laughs> And so then this I start making jokes copies. about how big it is and how it's like I'm lifting weights. And, uh, <laughs> woof, I really was overcompensating there after. And I was like, that's it. I am that guy from the liquor store. I'm that <laughs> fucking idiot. That's like trying to connect with this exhausted employee of Starbucks. It's tough. Yeah. It's it took me like uh, 35 minutes to finish that cup of coffee. <laughs> it is very big. It's gigantic. They have ones at uh, Seven, like they there was a Seven Eleven by our old place, and they were massive. And I would go there Sunday morning, and I would get a massive coffee for like two dollars, and I go home and do all my like you know chores, clean the apartment, do the dishes, and that cup of coffee would last me all day. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was great. I have another retail nightmare that that reminded me of. Um, I used to work for my friend Tanya in a little store in Yale Town for many many years, and she was never. I'm a person who, as soon as I get a snack, I inhale the snack. Like, there's no snack left. Don't oh. savor things. I'm like one one bite into a snack, and I'm a, I'm already thinking I should have bought more snack. This is, <laughs> yeah, this is not totally. going to be enough snack, and I'm not even halfway through, and I'm already like, this isn't going to cut it. And no then you're by too. You're thinking about it, and then you're like, I'm not even enjoying this because <laughs> I'm just thinking about how I want more of it. How much yeah. it's going to suck when I run out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she would eat like a corner of a pastry and then leave it for a week and then or she'd come in and have like an inch of a cookie and uh. then put it away and have like the rest throughout the week and she'd have a few sips of coffee and then forget about it and so when i would work on the weekends i would sometimes just clean up a bunch of her coffees um she was busy the store wasn't gross it was just a, like a little quirk that she had but more than once i took a sip of one of those old coffees oh. instead of my coffee oh. <laughs> i was like what I don't know what you guys are worried about. Jay makes a cup of coffee or a pot of coffee and then he has it for like the next three days. <laughs> I think I was saying I was reacting more to the uh, somebody else's coffee. Yeah. By accident. My yeah, we used, my dad used to do that all the time. He'd leave his coffee in the truck and then the next morning he'd like buy a coffee and then leave it in the truck overnight on purpose. And then he'd drink out of the coffee because he liked the, the cold, the stale. cold, stale coffee, and yeah. then I started drinking so his weird. coffee when I got older, and now I 
also enjoy Jay does that coffee yeah yeah we'll sometimes for my work we'll have a meeting where it'll the public will come and we'll go to a coffee shop and get one of those boxes full of coffee and a bunch of cups yeah right but the meetings are always at like six o'clock so no one wants coffee <laughs> and then i get to take home this giant box that says it's 12 cups of coffee and then jay just puts it in the fridge and has it for like the next week yeah, yeah, yeah. and we took it on tour with us <laughs> we just had this sack of coffee and then we also had a boxed wine so we just had all these like sacks of liquids and then we left them in a hotel room when they were empty and i was like what must these cleaning people think of (laughs) (laughs) just sacks of liquid yeah and they're all that silvery sort of space i love it fabric (laughs) it's like this is my bionic bladder (laughs) full of bags delicious piss (laughs) (laughs) do you have any other retail nightmares i uh I got fired from a gas station for selling pot. <laughs> <laughs> you were the nightmare. Yeah, yeah. All of, my, all of my retail nightmares are always me because <laughs> whenever I have those jobs, not that I haven't dealt with crappy people, but I do. I work those jobs because I'm working on something else. So I'm, I'm a horrible – I'm not a – I do my job <laughs> – <laughs> but I really zone out because I hate all my jobs, so I sure. don't even remember. Like it's just you don't a remember big becoming a drug dealer. Blur. <laughs> that I remember. <laughs> so I was working at a gas station, and uh, I was selling pot. And uh, what I would do is I would go out and pump your gas, and then take your order, and then go into the gas station, and then meet you around back. Oh boy. And it was great. It was a great setup. <laughs> I was getting a legal paycheck while also making a little bit of money on the side. I mean, sure. like I'm, a, I'm not like huge drug dealer, like you know, Pablo teenager. Over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doing a couple of grams here and there, and yeah. But the way I got caught was so stupid because people would come and they'd they'd get it, but a lot of them were friends of mine and stuff. And I worked, I worked Friday and Saturday nights, so people would pull up, get pot, and then there's this big abandoned parking lot on the side and then they would just park there. <laughs> so there'd be anywhere from one to like eight cars just parked on the side of the gas station. Just hot boxing? Just hot boxing, <laughs> drinking and like, Oh people, my. It was like a pre hang before people would go do whatever they were doing. And then on the day that I wrote my last exam, I went down to the gas station to get my paycheck, me and my buddy Petey, Petey Pierre, and uh, to get my paycheck and then go celebrate. And my boss was there. And everybody, I liked everybody. I got along with everybody. Yeah. My boss was really cool and stuff. And I felt really guilty after it was over because he just, they said, like, Billy's in the back. He wants to talk to you. So I go over in the back office and I sit down with him and he was like, listen, uh... I don't know what you're doing <laughs> on the weekends. I don't know what's going on here on the weekends, but I do know that when I get in here on Monday morning, there are baggies all <laughs> over my parking lot. So you're doing something. And he was it was very nice of him because he was like, I don't want to know about it. I don't want to hear about it. You leave. And this is this issue just goes away. And okay. so I unjustifiably left in anger because <laughs> I was a dumb teenager that thought I had a right to sell drugs at somebody's business. 
And uh, then, yeah, and then after that, uh, yeah, we went to a party and I had a couple of drinks. I was like, God, I can't believe I put him in that position. That was really <laughs> crappy of me. Uh, it's so, your friend's fault for littering the baggies. I everywhere. know. Well, yeah, it's not. I'm not going <laughs> to I'll, I'll take the heat on that one. He's a pretty, pretty cool boss. He yeah, was. Like that. And he was really, he was. Uh, and that was a really, that is like a shitbag teenager thing to do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was just like, oh, I can get away with this. So why not do it? Sure. And yeah. I could make some money and and I was working I was working on the weekends so it's like it sucks working on the weekends and selling drugs is fun. It's exciting when really? you're when you're young. Yeah, it's like there's like a risk to it. There's sure. you know, it's like <laughs> There's some excitement. Right I, there I was like doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> yeah, why well, grow I don't know. I grew up in like a boring shitty town. So like anything that you could do to get a little a little bit of excitement and uh but yeah and then looking back you're just like i really shouldn't have done that i probably shouldn't have told that story on this podcast but <laughs> oh well it's a no. great story yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so thanks uh, <laughs> but uh yeah so that that was that was pretty bad um i also worked at an extreme pita <laughs> okay what was extreme about it uh we had pineapple and subway didn't we were on rollerblades no no it's pretty standard you'd come in you make a pita it was like it's like a pita pip yeah but again small town so like everybody that came in like i had to hear it's so nice you guys have pineapple like 80 times a day is pineapple the same people put put in sandwiches apparently they do now Wow. Yeah, you can do it. Put it in a wrap. Oh, it's so good. I bet, because pineapple salsa is really good. Yes. Pineapple pizza is really good. Yeah. I see why they liked it. And pineapple is, I feel like, a very big flavor on the East Coast. Pineapple orange and PEI, I think, is like one of their big flavors. I don't... I know you know. I know, not, I know no one's really allowed in PEI. <laughs> yeah, yeah. PEI so really keep to themselves. Like as far as the Maritimes, like when I talk about the Maritimes, PEI just gets left out, and I think they like being left out. Yeah, I they're think like, they're, yeah, they're like we're doing our own thing. It costs so much to go over that damn bridge. It is. It does. Well, it costs nothing to go over, but to come back. Well, that's the weird part. They want to trap you there. They trap you there. <laughs> like, oh, you're leaving. Well, guess what? That'll be fifty dollars. No, it's not even fifty dollars. Really? Like Seventy? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Wow. I went a couple of years ago, and I guess by the time this comes out, I'll have just been again. Amazing show. I can't believe it. Thanks, everyone, for coming out. <laughs> I also, I want, I don't, I find PI boring. There's not much. It's quaint. It's, I am not much for quaint. It's, it's like Victoria. It's like a, mm -hmm. you go there to retire for a vacation if you're yeah. boring. <laughs> Yeah, people hey. always talk about going there to bike, but then the island, our island is so much more badass and gritty. And, well, it's extreme. And it's extreme. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, extreme. We got, extreme. <laughs> <laughs> got pineapple and wraps. <laughs> so would almost everyone put the pineapple in? Uh, no, I think they just like seeing pineapple. They were like, I don't want any, but I think yeah. it's really neat. <laughs> like, it's a big deal. The town was on fire. <laughs> Did it come out of a can or did you cut it fresh? Everything came in tubs. I was also a, ch I was a chubby teen at the time, <laughs> obviously. And then I would just sit in the back and there were tubs. It's tubs of everything. I'd just sit in the back and eat. 
<laughs> out of tubs, I would wrap uh, like banana peppers and pineapple into pickle slices and then dip them into tzatziki sauce. Oh. And then there was like little... Crazy. Yeah. And there was like that little... extreme. Balls. It was very extreme. <laughs> very avant-garde. Little balls of uh, cookie dough, Ooh. which you would like, which was very dangerous. If it was yeah. like a slow Saturday night, I would eat like... I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Over a dozen cookies just sitting there, easily, easy. You're so good, kindred spirit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you just gave me the idea of making a sandwich full of cookie dough. <laughs> it would but be also, really good. The sandwich is made from raw dough. <laughs> oh, I'm hungry now. Um, yeah, I think. There's nothing wrong with eating raw cookie dough. Uh, we know that you think that there's nothing wrong with eating. I, uh, yeah. Except that it says on the package, don't eat this raw. <laughs> like, it's all pasteurized. It's fine. Mm, but it has weird chemicals and stuff in it mm. to preserve it. My favorite dough to eat raw is shortbread cookie dough. Oh. Shortbread cookie dough. Well, it's all yeah. butter and sugar. Yeah. Mm. yeah, so you take the sugar element out of the dough. And then I don't. That's when you lose Jessica. I just don't under. Yeah, that's where. It's so yeasty and salty, though. (laughs) It's like, and then you burp afterwards and you're like, oh, memories of dough. (laughs) 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 It's really intense burping, too, because of all that. Should we do worst present from a family member? The worst present ever from a family member. The worst present ever from a family member. So, Stefan, do you have a worst present from a family member that you feel comfortable sharing with the uh, listeners? I do, and it's from my mom. And it wasn't, it's not that the present, I think she knows this is like a, a story that we've, <laughs> we've told, so it's not a big deal. But when I was a kid, I grew up, my parents were pretty, I, I don't know, they, I don't want, they were free-spirited type people. <laughs> and hippies? They, I don't like saying my head, dad, dad never like, my dad hates the word hippies. He'd sure. say long hair, back, like a long hair or something. Okay. Beatnik, kind of somebody that's just like out of the, a little bit out of the out of the mainstream. Okay. But they're like, I don't want to be labeled with anything. That's fair. Sounds like a hippie. Don't label me, man. <laughs> yeah. I know. So you I know. describe to us a hippie so we can move on. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. And, and wink and know I got what you busted. mean. My dad's logic Were is Were they more busted. like caravan people? Mm, no. Though we did have a caravan. Do they have long hair? Yeah. He didn't have long hair in my life, but he used to have long hair. Uh, He got a lot of things thrown at him when he was a teenager because he had long hair. Oh. But, yeah, so we weren't, there was a moment, a chunk in our younger years where we weren't allowed anything violent. My mother wanted to just not have any violence in the home. So no toy guns. No army men, no violent movies or anything like that. So me and my brother would go find sticks that look like guns. And those were our <laughs> toys. <laughs> so we just have like a pile of sticks outside. And they'd be like, what are you guys doing with those sticks? And we're like, nothing. Well, that one's a shotgun. <laughs> That's an M16. <laughs> uh, that one's a sword. That's for a different game. Uh, <laughs> but uh, my dad wasn't like, my dad was a little bothered by it. He was just like, this is too extreme. These are little boys. 
boys, they got friggin' M16 wood. <laughs> like, they, have, they figured out a way around your, your rules, Giselle. Like, th- this is getting a little out of hand. And I think she kind of came to it. She was just like, yeah, they're young boys. They're going to want to play guns and army men and all that stuff. Um, so I was really into Power Rangers at the time. <laughs> and I just wanted a Power Rangers VHS. So bad. Uh, but I wasn't allowed to have a Power Rangers DVD because the Power Rangers were too violent. Oh. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. Didn't they use, like, karate? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I That's, never watched I wasn't allowed to watch it. You weren't, well, okay, good, yeah. Uh, yeah, we weren't allowed to, I remember we weren't allowed to watch, like, Batman for a little bit. But again, I think it was just, like, a phase. My mind, I feel, but see, now I'm having that weird, like, mom yeah. thing where you feel bad. But No, that's. I mean, it's a great idea to not have violent things for your kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then Very someone will have that stuff at school or something and teach everyone about it. Well, that's just it. I just, like, I'd go to PD Pierre's place, the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he would have, like, every Star Wars action figure, every army man, every comic book hero. So I'd be like... I'm getting it anyway. Like, I'm just still playing. So, I want a Power Rangers movie. And I had a birthday party. And I know this is going to come off. I'm very much on the side of gender neutral toys. I don't. Sure. I, I'm not, you know, this, this is a different time in my life and like all that stuff. And it was a different time. You're at a, you're at a point at a young, like, you're a young boy. And it's like when people really start making fun of you for basically anything. Anything you do, you'll get made fun of for it. And my mother was so excited about the birthday gift that she got me. And she was like giddy and she was like, oh, this is going to be great. You're going to love this so much. (laughs) And of course, there's like my entire class and everybody's there. And then like all the boys are there and stuff. And my mom hands me a rectangular wrapped gift it looks very much like a vhs tape and i get very excited and i take off the wrapper and when i remove the wrapper it is the pink lady power rangers (laughs) vhs movie and immediately somebody's like pink that's not for boys and i was mortified in front of everybody uh, and and then it just kind of and then I couldn't watch it for a little while because oh. it was like it was tainted. But then you watch it and you're like, oh, well, it's the same. It's just the cover. Yeah. And I don't even know why she got the pink one. If it was, it's probably just because of that everything since we were young, like she, everything had to be gender neutral. Everything was That's blah, blah, cool. blah. Yeah, they were super rad parents. That's why also. A big that's a big thing in comedy to like kind of shit on your parents and make fun of your parents. I can never. I have a very hard time doing that because I'm like they were. I can't pretty feel sorry rad. for you. <laughs> no, of course not. And you don't even now. I'm so thankful yeah. that I had those parents, and I'm so thankful that I went through that. But at the time, it was like the end of the world. Like when you're <laughs> nine years old and your mom gives you anything that's pink, you're like, well. Yes. There goes my social, <laughs> like, the, you know, everything. Like, I'm going to be pink. Pa- like, everybody is at school is going to be like, oh, there's the pink Power Ranger. Uh, <laughs> hey, Ginger Pork. <laughs> hey, Ginger Pork. How's that pink Power Ranger movie going? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that, that it's such a self-conscious time, but also such a not a self-aware time. Exactly. Yeah. So everything is just miserable. Yeah. I, uh, 
would never say what I wanted as a gift. And then on the day of my birthday, my parents were tired and worked very hard. We're like, what do you want? And then they'd have to like pull it out of me. I'm like, roller skates. (laughs) (laughs) Roller skates. (laughs) And of course, I had always had the same size feet, basically the average women's size eight. And there's never anything in my size left at the store by the time I told my parents I wanted like something special. Yeah. So they got me roller skates that were size nine thinking I would grow into them. I did not uh, grow into them. But there's a, still a picture of me opening them up. I chose them. I knew that they were too big. I insisted on getting them. I was like, they fit fine. A lie I told often about footwear. Um, yeah. When parents get you what you want, it's never quite what you want because you can't, like your mom doesn't know the difference between a pink Power Ranger. No, she just sees Power Ranger. And do you know what? And I, I won't even, I, I think I, it also could have been a conscious thing to be like right. i'm gonna get him a violent video but the With a protagonist <laughs> of the video is going to be a woman like there has to be some kind There's of lesson if i'm gonna if i'm gonna go with there's got to be like a little bit of she's challenging gender norms she is she always <laughs> <laughs> always was do you guys want to hear some listener suggestions for the terrible present hell yeah yeah um <laughs> So this man, uh, pretty in pod, I got a wolf and nature t-shirt for my mom's new husband. It was teal and the silk screen went all around the shirt. <laughs> um, it was similar to this picture and the picture uh, I'll show you guys. That's really cool. It's that's a really a, nice t-shirt. It's an awesome shirt. I, I feel bad. As soon as he said this, I knew everybody would love it. And, <laughs> but the reason was because he liked animals. Ariane Fleischman received a furry pink bra from her parents for her 16th birthday. Furry? Furry? Yeah. <laughs> I want you to be a furry, just like your father and I, and darling. She sent a picture of it. Ooh. She got this for her 16th birthday. Uh, we will. I can. I can tweet this when this episode comes out. It's crazy. Really? I don't understand why. So was it supposed to go under her? Obviously <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Can't think of any reason why this would be. I mean, when you considered sexy, that, or why a parent would give it. They're sweater puppos. Yeah, <laughs> little sweater puppo. That's a top. I think. Um, <laughs> That's, uh, was that maybe like in 1998 or something? That would be something you'd wear in a music video if you're, uh, drinking in LA or something. I don't know. It's so gross. Uh, Vicky Van, very funny, uh, woman here in Vancouver. She works in retail. We should have her on. Her aunt got her an extra small pink t-shirt with horses on it. She hadn't seen me in 10 years. I was now plus size and never liked horses or pink. <laughs> the same aunt got my sister a vampire Lestat candle because that's what she remembered for her reading from 10 years previously. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, somebody uh, named Quickie quickly leave. Um, for about five years, my brother and his wife only bought me small kitchen appliances. Oddest gift, electric salad dressing maker. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That was pretty terrible. Electric salad dressing maker. Yeah. Not just like a thing that would shake something for you? I think that's just a blender. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. I wonder if you could only make salad dressing in it or if you could make like a cocktail too or something. I feel I like, yeah, know. it's all the same it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's very yeah. weird. And also small appliances really are a thing you should buy for yourself because yeah. most of them you don't end up using. Yeah. I had this experience where I got a magic bullet, but then I was given a really fancy blender. So I got rid of my magic bullet and was like, oh shit, I need a new coffee grinder. And then I just fucking gave it away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just gave away the coffee grinder feature yeah. of the Every magic bullet. Every time anyone talks about a magic bullet, I think it's a sex toy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, really. It, yeah. Every time. I wonder if that was even like that. If it wasn't <laughs> conscious, then 
uh, that's they, funny. They're very not aware. But that's great marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on your People magic bullet. People are like, oh, man, I'm not much for a dip, but I what do love sex. What do you think <laughs> you wear if you like the magic bullet? Uh, just a terry cloth. Like <laughs> just a romaine lettuce <laughs> kitchen rag. <laughs> I can a sponge. Frozen banana. <laughs> a scouring pad, SOS. <laughs> Frozen banana. Shall we Puppo of the Week? Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Stefan, uh, do you have a Puppo? I do. I have a bunch of Puppos, but this picture just showed up. I might as well show you guys. This is my dog, Milosh. Oh, what a cool dog. She was super rad. Oh, bandana dog. Bandana dog. And she liked to go sailing. <sighs> and she loved parties. Were her ears always on sideways like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, no. Looks like Yoda. Yeah. She does. She's like a little Yoda, but she was very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> she was, uh, yeah, she was, she would always, she also had a bunch of, she was so tough. She was a tiny dog. She was like a Heinz 57. And we have no idea what kind of dog she was. We... Got her from a. It was. I, I do mean we didn't get her from like the SPC or something, but we definitely rescued her from the home that she was. <laughs> she was living in. We went to look at a dog, and then we were like, "We gotta get this dog out of here because this is a weird house." Uh, so yeah, and she was the most social dog. Whenever we'd have gatherings or parties at the house, everybody knew Milo or Milos. And she'd always go up to everybody and like sit under the kitchen table. And, place. <laughs> yeah. And she was born with her hips were all screwed up. Like the bones didn't really connect. So it was all like muscle. So it caused her a lot of pain. But then she also had like a big old rump. Aww. And when she'd walk, she'd like, she'd like groove walk when she was walking. <laughs> <laughs> and when she'd run, she ran like Pepe Le Pew because she couldn't run properly. Uh, so yeah, whenever you took her, she, whenever you take her for a walk, she just looked like she was like strutting her stuff, and uh, she'd been hit by I think two cars, and survived both. Wow! Yeah, when the second time she was hit by a car, she went missing, and uh, we hadn't seen her for days. And I don't know if you guys have ever had an animal where you get to that day where you finally have to accept that the the cat or the dog or the whatever is not coming back. Yeah. And it was that day, and me and my friend Jessica were on my back deck drinking coffee, and she just came crawling out Aww. of the woods, like limping out of the woods, covered in dirt, which means she probably got hit by a car somewhere super far away, and then like slowly made her way back all the way back to our house. That is a Pixar movie yeah. waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, when we went, when she got up on the, she like, we picked her up and put her up on the deck, and then when Jess went to pet her, uh, she lifted up, like all of her skin had been completely <gasps> torn off, and it was just like flapping, and like her face was all messed up. And she survived that. That's amazing. Yeah, she was she was the greatest. But she'd she'd hurt herself. Alicia's crying. <laughs> she'd always she does. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and she'd do silly stuff like sleep under the coffee table, and then whenever anybody would come in the door, she'd jump up and smash her head <laughs> on the table. That's oh, a real a dog move. That's genius. a dog move. Yeah, no. And she would also just she would walk into stuff. She was she was kind of blind and kind of deaf and sore all the time, but always in good spirits. And then she would just you'd call her name, and then she won't be paying attention, and then she just 
turn around and smash her head off of the side, but never hurt. She would crack herself so hard that if it was a human being, I would be like, we have to go to the hospital now. I know you think you're okay, but there's no way you're okay. And then she'd just kind of walk up like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Dogs' heads must be made of like some pretty uh, – she is such a great dog. But also yeah. I feel like mutts on the like that Facebook are, page. they just have a genetic advantage because they're just like everything. <laughs> everything, yeah. All the best of all the things have come together to make a, this like a super dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my parents had a little, uh, and still have a little sailboat. Actually, the one they have now is not bad. And uh, she refused to lay down anywhere but the back, like the very back of the boat. And she wouldn't be comfortable if she sat anywhere else because she had, because of her hips and stuff, she really had to stretch out. Like, kind of, she made a scene whenever she'd lay down. (laughs) And so the back of the boat is always where she sat. But of course, she'd so she'd fall off all the time. Like, we'd be sailing and then just sitting there, and then one of us would look back like, oh, shit, Milo's gone. All right. (laughs) Was she an okay swimmer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She would go in for – me and my brother were big swimmers, uh, too. So, like, we'd go down to the beach at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning and just stay in the water until it got dark. That's awesome. And she would stay out in the water with us the whole time. You're allowed to do that? Yeah. That's That's what I want to do. No one will ever go with me. (laughs) Really? Yeah, we loved it. Just take down the masts and go. We we have like a real rocky beach and there's just plenty of like little sand patches and crabs and starfish. So we'd just stay in the water all day and then she would swim. What would you eat? What would we eat while we're down there? Yeah. Hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Hot dogs, dogs. baby. (laughs) Would someone make the hot dogs or would you make the hot dogs? Oh, we'd make the hot dogs. Yeah, we. we so had, then Milu would get oh, Milosh would what get. What would Milosh eat? Yeah. Oh, she ate everything. Yeah, she would eat whatever. We'd bring down clams. food for clams, <laughs> rocks. Okay. <laughs> no, but she. Yeah, that was the other thing with her. She was like spoiled. Me and my brother spoiled the shit out of her to the point where my parents gave up on not feeding her animal food or <laughs> did people food because. She was getting it from us anyway. There's nothing more fun than feeding a dog a whole hot dog. They get so excited. I know. <laughs> and then so it's gone. And it's gone and immediately. It's, so then you have lost the moment. Like you, I always think when you feed a dog like an entire thing, they're going to be like. Yeah. But it goes so fast because they <laughs> eat so fast. No, yeah. Yeah, you give it a dog. You're like, oh, well, this is a whole meal. This should hold you over. And then, and then it's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ice cream cones and hot dogs are the best things. And a whole mm. piece of pizza, the expression on their face is the craziest. <laughs> Did you, you guys ever see that gif of the dog holding the piece of pizza? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, like, I almost, I get choked up <laughs> when I see it's it. It's so happy. <laughs> it's so happy. And then the tail wagon, the whole bit. Um, but... Uh, yeah, and she'd eat grapes too, which was super weird. You're not supposed to feed dogs grapes, I thought. Really? Yeah, well, you're, you're also supposed not to. supposed to feed dogs everything. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. And I, I is thought it, it a be... choking hazard or is it the plant know. is dangerous? For I don't them. know. I Because I thought it would be really cute to. I had a bunch of those champagne grapes and the tiniest one there. I was like, I know a dog named Milu. And so I gave yeah. Milu this one grape. And uh, Milu's owner, Hassan, was like, You're not supposed to do really yeah and i was like shit i'm the worst person in the world i for sure fed my dog grapes we feed her so many grapes because (laughs) no dog dogs don't eat vegetables or fruit usually they just want like meat and cheese and bread they like carrots 
Really? They yeah, love my dog carrots. loves like broccoli and stuff too. I think it depends fruit, on the dog. Fruit is rare though for dogs to eat. I never even saw veggies. You can't, <laughs> you can't tell me broccoli is bad for a dog too. <laughs> no, I think they're allowed to eat a lot of vegetables. Like you could supplement their diet. I split but also sugar? in a lot of tooting. I split a whole bag of mini carrots with a dog one time and it was one of the greatest nights of my life. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I'm very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both barfed. <laughs> but it was worth it. Mini He's carrots. Sick. Oh my god, what did you eat? Carrots. Too many <laughs> carrots. All carrots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's be tough. Reconstitutes of one large carrot. <laughs> um Yeah, so that is Milo. And then she she passed while I was living in Vancouver, but she lived a very rich life. How old was she, she when she died? I think she was about I don't know. I was in grade six when I got when we got her. So that's like twelve a, a little over ten years, I think. Yeah. And yeah, spoiled rotten, great dog. And then, uh, it's all right, it's on. Um, yeah, so she died when I was out here. And uh, it was it was this like great moment. My parents called me. My dad has had a lot of health issues for the last like five years. And he has to drive up to Halifax a lot for surgery or to meet with specialists and stuff like that. And... Uh, one morning they woke up and they had to go. My dad had an important surgery and they woke up and the dog was dead on her blanket and they didn't like, you know, it's a Canadian healthcare system. If you have something with a specialist book, you, have to go. you, mm-hmm. you just, you gotta go. Yeah. Like, there's nothing can stand in your way. So they took her to the vet and uh, just cremated the body and stuff. And then he waited a day to call me because it was like the, the whole thing because he had to go in and it was like this super important procedure. So he called me and he, he you know, he said Milo's dead and there was some tears and stuff. And then, <clears throat> and then, uh, and then uh, he was telling me about it. And so I asked him what, and then he said we take her to the vet and they cremated her. Uh, so we we weren't able to bury her in Castle Bay, which is where our bungalow is, which is where we bury our pets. <laughs> and uh, and he said, yeah, so we cremated her. And I said, I was like, oh, shit. Well, what are you going to what are you going to do with the ashes? And then there was just this moment of silence. And my dad on the phone goes. <laughs> and uh and like I, I didn't even step in i'm so sorry <laughs> like they're in a dumpster probably behind the bed and uh but it was so funny <laughs> i was like i bet you milosh would have loved that <laughs> oh, uh, she's in heaven for real so yeah. i always love garbage yeah uh yeah. Hey, Heaven for Real is a really good band from Halifax. Oh. Really? Now on Mint Records. Cool. <laughs> yep. Jessica, do you have a papo? Uh, I do. All right. Um My papo is this poster that I saw uh when I was on tour in Salmon Arm oh. on the way to Calgary and it just says the Joseph Magic and fascinating friends and it's a really bad photoshop job but it's also could be just the most inspired thing you've ever seen and it's got a man i'm gonna post this picture online don't worry everyone can see it it's got a man who i imagine is joseph 
uh, and he looks sort of like Steve Coogan wearing a lot of heavy makeup. <laughs> he's got a horrible facial hair and a... He's a magician? I guess he's a magician. His outfit, he's got like a sequined uh, glitter blazer and then a ruffled tuck shirt and then he's got a scorpion medallion and then he's holding up his hat and photoshopped coming out of the hat is some sort of monitor lizard and then if you zoom in real close there's uh two snakes intertwined that are coming out of the top of a turtle and then you've got a lady who looks like she's a cartoon of britney spears who's holding a snake uh and then if you go over to the other side there's a really poorly cut out on photoshop picture of a bunny that has a smaller a rat on its back with a top hat very nice poster and then the bunnies were holding a a baton or a magic what are they called a wand yep yeah it's and it says hat full of surprises and mysteries i was surprised that admission was 15 dollars per person (laughs) (laughs) well i don't know what uh who they had to pay to get that poster made but yeah i would pay at least 15 dollars for someone to make me this poster oh for sure yeah so that's my puppo. Mainly just the the bunny with the rat on its back with the top so hat. So funny. Uh, it's just all of these pictures are horrible and should have been deleted. And then they all ended up on the same poster. <laughs> they all ended up all together. But the way they're, yeah, it's like if you got if you taught your grandma how to use Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> that's the poster. She'd and make. then she's like. I'm dating a magician. <laughs> Made him a poster. You're like, Grandma, no. Uh, yeah, so that's my puppo. I haven't actually met any real life animals since we last recorded. Yeah, we're really doubling up on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, my puppos are the people's uh, anniversary party I went to last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend Tony and my friend Sarah invited me to there. They didn't have any, re- they did not have to invite me. I'm not. That close of a friend, <laughs> yeah. but I was so excited when I got invited because it was a great party and they, I found it so much about them as a couple. They've been together for 15 years, which I hadn't, I don't know. They, they're in their like mid thirties. So they, I would have just thought they met like two years ago, but they, <laughs> they're this, the loveliest people. It was the loveliest party and they're my papos. Um, I wish you 35 million more years of being so in love. Mm-hmm. So cute. I hope you get uploaded into a computer, your consciousness, (laughs) and you can stay together forever. Evo and Evo and Evo. Yeah. So, Stefan, thank you so much for being a guest. You're a great guest, a great storyteller. People want to find you online. Where can they find you? They can find me on all social media platforms. Well, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I don't even care. You can add me to Facebook. And I always misspell your name with a PH, but it's with an F. It is. It's S-T-E-F-A-N McNeil, M-A-C. Yeah, not M-C. And not M-C. So Stefan McNeil uh, on, yeah, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and and like I said, Facebook, sure, if you want to look me up. But yeah, you can you can reach me there. And or subscribe to your very funny podcast. Please subscribe. Uh, yeah, if you're interested in hearing stories uh, about comedians working crappy labor jobs. Wait a second. This <laughs> sounds familiar. Just go to Siltos Required. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Have you not figured this out yet? I mean, this podcast. Well, it takes three men to do a job, two women can do there That's you one go. thing there you I go. did figure out. I was uh, planning on using that one. <laughs> Copyright, uh, copyright, copyright, copyright. <laughs> <Trademark. laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, like, uh, right, let's let's be real. This that podcast was a little kind of inspired by this podcast, so it's fun to come over and do this. Is one. that true? I thought it was totally an accident. I was like, guys, we already made that we, podcast. We've already, but I mean, <laughs> here's the thing: is that like it wasn't that big of a deal before because our jobs like very like you guys. It's like it's retail, and us it was construction. <laughs> but you run out of people so quick <laughs> that that line starts to get a little uh, blurred. So, but it's, it's but you've only done like. How how many episodes? Yeah, there's not. Comedians aren't really big on uh, physical labor. I don't, I don't know if you met a lot of stand-up comics or improvisers, but it was. It, we've been talking about doing a podcast about something. It wasn't. We didn't steal your idea. You just said that it was inspired by this. It was yeah, inspired sure. by which we know in comedy what sure. that means. True. Sure. We stole it. <laughs> stole your idea. So go to Steel Toes Required. On iTunes. <laughs> And uh, I, I, I thought that you guys had probably covered this with Ryan. I didn't think No, he I hadn't was... started the podcast yet when we had him on our show. Oh. fucking believable Oh, that's what it was. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did this episode and he was like, guys, I got this great idea. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, man, you guys are in so much trouble. I'm going to make such fun of you now that I know that that's true. I um, can't. I'm like, uh, I thought for sure that, I mean, I'm also not surprised, like, you can, because I assumed everybody already knew <laughs> anyway oh <so>. man <laughs> jessica if people want to uh, i'm on tour right now still yep but i'll be home soon so this week wednesday i'm in saskatoon thursday i'm in calgary and then friday is the big homecoming show so that's uh. august 12th it's at redgate and we're playing with uh, Supermoon, Adrian so Teacher, former guest, Adrian yep. Teacher, and uh, Julie Doron and some other bands. So oh. it'll be... I hope I'm going to miss you so much. We have spent every, at least one day a week together pretty much for the past year. Yeah, but you're going to send me lots, Many animal videos. lots of selfies and private oh, yeah. messages. I send uh, Jessica, <laughs> we have a whole thing. Well, I have a thing where I take terrible, a terrible selfie of myself but and then just send it to her. Thanks that they're <laughs> terrible. I was... I was complaining yesterday to my 68-year-old friend, Barb, that you are the greatest at taking selfies. And then I try and take one back to like send it to you as like a response. And I'm like, well, that's not even funny. Like, that's just really ugly. Usually they come out because I'm like, I'm going to take a cute picture of myself. And then it's so bad. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Jessica will really love this. I, it makes me very happy. Yeah. <laughs> Never yeah. stop, please. It's fun to have those people because you're like, I don't want this out in the world in any way. But, but it somebody do. does need to see this. If it's my great. selfie gets less than 100 likes, I take it down from Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's not I, worth it. It's not worth it. Uh, yeah. And that's, yeah. I um, just, I'll never, I'll never know how to take a selfie. Just like how I, it's never... really not something. <laughs> it's a skill. If you don't know how to do it, it's a total skill. I'd try yeah. it from every angle. It just doesn't work. <laughs> Have you tried from like, uh, in between your legs? <laughs> like up like this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like no, but bending I will. Over. <laughs> no, I'll have to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> um, I think that I'm doing a lot of little shows here and there. Uh, I feel like this happens every once in a while where I manage to get down to doing almost no comedy except for shows that pay me money. And then someone asks me to do a show and then I say yes. Mm-hmm. And then other people start asking me and I'm like, no, no, I only want to get paid to do comedy or shows that are fun. Um, but I think I have lots of little shows coming up. So I'll, I'll put them on Twitter. And then I have my own show, Alicia Tobin's Come Draw With Me on August 26th. 
Um, we already have one guest booked. It's Sean Devlin. So that, that should be very interesting because he's a very talented and interesting comedian. Yes. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Listen to Steel Toes. Rec- Steel Toes. Toads. Steel, steel, steel toads, toads required. Toads. Are cute. Are cute <laughs> podcast uh, with Stefan McNeil and friends. Um, thank you so much. You're a great guest and have a lovely day, everybody. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.